0: Now, I will say, uh, I want to just guess what our people are thinking as they listen today mm-hmm. and as they open up the Jesus and Food podcast, which, by the way, this is one of those podcasts where what we're saying never actually went on the radio. This is just just podcast stuff. Bonus. I feel that there is a silent complaint that's been happening that that uh, really cool podcast is intro that i wrote with the guitar and the singing mm-hmm. has not been being utilized
1: oh people have been complaining about it
0: i well no, they haven't been
1: <laughs> but i'm assuming
0: that people are pretty upset that it's not here anymore
1: Oh, okay yeah
0: i just wanted to acknowledge that Can
1: do you want to play it no okay uh,
0: i got really bad feedback from uh, my co-host when i did that the first time so okay uh i thought maybe we could talk about like the decisions that are having to be made right now in regards to sending kids back to school in person or not? Let's start there with an easy topic.
1: I just don't want to talk about it.
0: All right. Well, then we could talk about uh, what churches are doing. I was thinking that one too.
1: Let's talk about school. It's fine. Even though you don't want to. I really don't want to, but we have to do it. So um, I heard someone say this, and this helped me. She said, let's let's just accept the reality that there's no good option.
0: Oh um, yeah. And that's see, true. that's
1: really helpful for me because I'm trying to go around the current options and I'm trying to, you know, manipulate or control or find, you know, in the depths trying to find something good, find a good option. For,
0: so your struggle is that you have a little girl that's supposed to be...
1: Going to kindergarten. kindergarten. I mean, the first
0: kid going into school.
1: It's such... It's so sad. And so I've been trying to be like, okay, what can I do? Like, what could we do that would make this just really good for her? So I heard a mom say, we need to lament. We need to accept that this is really sad. Yeah. And yes. we need to accept that there's no good option. I mean any of the options and you know what they all are and all the different school districts are doing different things. But she said, there's just no good option. And I think like starting there and accepting that fact is at least it's helpful to me.
0: I agree with that. Um, I Cause I have, part of the thing is that I even, I even have people that would describe themselves as, you know, good Christian, God-fearing people, friends of mine, that are really getting up in arms about this. And I would feel like being really ugly about the situation. And that's super disappointing because I want to say, well, at least what you're saying is let's acknowledge the fact that it's not ideal. None of the scenarios are ideal, but at least we can kind of continue to like be kind to each other in the process. So, I have friends that aren't even doing that, that they're basically just trying to like rail against the system and whoever they don't agree with Mm that's doing things a certain way. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if we can just eliminate that kind of thing and then move forward with something else. My personal struggle is different than yours, Lindsay. My personal struggle is that I have two kids, yes, that are supposed to be going back to school in the fall, I also have a teacher who's a wife who's kind <laughs> of, I mean, a wife who's a teacher.
1: <laughs> you, yeah.
0: Who is uh, tearing her hair out, trying to figure out, well, what are the kids going to do? What's her schedule going to be I like? No. Because while I'm here in the morning, she's here with the kids in the mornings at home. Yeah. So, not to make myself the victim here. Okay. But all I hear about is school, 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 Mm -hmm. where I feel like if I could just plug my ears for a few minutes, Um, maybe the problem wouldn't go away.
1: I don't think that's a good idea. But
0: I would at least receive some more comfort in the process. (laughs) Um, And then if I use some time to pray about it, I guess that would be a good thing too. Yeah. All right. Topic two, church. Mm-hmm. What is your church doing in terms of services or no services?
1: We're doing the live services still. So on Facebook and okay. um, YouTube. But I think our church is going to open in August next really? month. And I believe it's going to be like, you know, all the, all the plans and procedures of keeping people distanced and stuff.
0: We were reading the story about uh, how just, so we're recording this on July 16th. And so just last night, the news came out that Andy Stanley's church, which admittedly, he's got one of the biggest ones in the country. It's like 30,000 people in several huge, locations.
1: Yeah, huge.
0: In Atlanta. So they decided they are going to, they, they have decided they will not be meeting through the end of the year, which probably is a little bit more understandable because like their church service is more like, um, an NHL hockey game in terms of attendance?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's isn't like a little, you know, 40 person church service. Um, I like what he said though. You know, the news outlets have been interviewing him and, you know, people are going to take what he's saying the wrong way. I already knew they were going to do that because he said little lines like, Oh, well, churches aren't essential and we don't have to go to church, which what he means by that is the hour service on Sunday morning. The one hour thing. Yeah, yeah. and I just think it's inspiring. Like he, some of us, that's what our view of church is. It's mm-hmm. a one hour service on Sunday morning, but he's saying church is essential. The church body is essential to the community and um, that they are really, you know, going out into the community and they're going above and beyond to reach their community um, not just on Sunday morning for an hour, but, you know, the whole week.
0: Yeah. Okay, I think we've probably both been going to church since we were 10 days old.
1: Born, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> so, I mean, you know,
0: the 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 times come when it's like, I don't really feel like going this time. Yeah. Right? So here yeah. we've been for it's multiple, true. multiple, multiple weeks and months, Um, haven't gone to a church in our own. I visited some other people, but like, do you, okay, I won't tell anybody your answer to this question.
1: Well, you know, I'm married to the, one of the okay. pastors.
0: So we'll just, we'll just forget <laughs> about that.
1: Okay.
0: Again, I'm really burying my head in the sand a lot today. Do we miss going to church is the question.
1: I mean, I really do. Like I miss, what I really miss is the kids, you know, programming. I really miss yeah. like Ruby being able to go to Sunday school. I mean, just, the kids just love it and it's, it's hard to see them not being, you know, all these Sunday school lessons. I mean, you can do it at home, sure, but yeah. these are, you know, it, being at actual church with your actual friends and teachers and Sunday school. I, just, I really miss that part for the yeah. for Ruby.
0: I've really gone back and forth. Like some of the days it's been, it's not just like, oh, I don't have to get up and go anywhere and I can just sit on the couch. It's It's, I've actually appreciated seeing, okay, so this is a challenge that has emerged. It's really... Shown that the church is more than just a production that happens on Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, you know they founded like Zoom small groups and stuff like that. Yeah. In uh, in my you know, and as a result of the pandemic, I mean, we joined one of these. We've gotten to know some new friends, but then there is very much just the missing of like getting together and singing and seeing other people's faces too. So I would have to go both on that. Okay, and finally, the part we've all been waiting for. Weekend food plans.
1: Yes. Okay. So Jonathan was talking about pizza tenderloin. So it's a tenderloin with all the pizza toppings. Mm -hmm. Like, so is the tenderloin like the crust?
0: Yes. Okay. tenderloin is the crust. This was submitted by a WBGL listener. I can't remember her name, but she hit us up on Facebook and she said, yeah, now I know you love pizza. I know you love tenderloins. Apparently she listens pretty closely and she's correct. Mm -hmm. So she sent a photo of a place called Flows on Pulaski in Peru, Illinois. Okay. Which is exactly what you just mentioned. The tenderloin is the crust. So that's just the beginning. Yeah. And then you put, you know, the the mozzarella cheese on top, the pizza sauce,
1: pepperoni, the the
0: toppings, whatever Uh you want to put on top of there. And I'm still trying to imagine in my mind and palate. (laughs) <laughs> what that would be like.
1: Oh, man. I feel like it would be like just this like fusion. Like, you know, the fusion restaurants? Yes. And they put stuff together. I mean, this is fusion if I've ever heard of it. So my weekend plans for eating, we're going to a lake house. Oh, yeah. um, This weekend with my husband's family. And it's really nice. My in-laws, they rent this little house. And there's like fishing and kayaking and stuff. But I'm very excited about the food. So do you want to know... Um, what I'm in charge I mean, that's of what for we're, the weekend? Yes, for sure. Yeah. Please. So I'm in charge of three things. I'm in charge of homemade pizza night.
0: Okay. Sounds so good.
1: everybody gets their own little crust. You put out a million toppings and it's fun because the kids love it. And then um, everybody makes their own pizza. Number two, I'm in charge of chicken wings. Really? Yes. And um, wow. I like to copycat Buffalo Wild Wings garlic Parmesan Huh, um, sauce so it's just like a ton of butter a ton of garlic some heavy cream and it just sticks to those wings and it is good mm. and the last thing I'm in charge of and I'm nervous about this uh, my mother-in-law put me in charge of the sausage gravy for one breakfast <laughs> for biscuits and gravy and that's I just major. that's major I mean I cannot mess that up
0: I don't hear complaining. I just hear. I mean, this is my challenge for the weekend. It's a challenge. Um, I I have heard complaining in the past when Lindsay and her own ma- has asked her own mother, "What can I make for Thanksgiving?" <laughs> Thanksgiving. And what did they give you last time? Jello the or Jello.
1: It's like so. At least my my mother in law believes in me.
0: I'm hearing a lot more empowerment. <laughs> yeah. I'm also you just getting to know Lindsay about the things that she chooses to make. So I'm hearing pizza. Wings and gravy.
1: I mean, it doesn't get better. That's
0: a beautiful thing. And I'm now let me know if this is too stereotypical, but what I'm really picturing in my mind is all this is going on. You said it was a lake house, mm-hmm. didn't you? Mm-hmm. So I'm picturing the guys, like your husband, the fisherman hunter guy, out with his dad and maybe. One or both of the girls sort of doing a little fishing yeah, outside. Yeah,
1: Ruby likes that too. Mm-hmm.
0: Inside is Lindsay the Pioneer Woman. <laughs> what, who's that? What's that lady's name? Uh,
1: Reed Drummond. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She's in there. <laughs> well, the men out there are just really, they're going to be hungry when they get in here. Oh, yeah. Is it going to be that kind of thing at all?
1: Completely.
0: Okay. You know me.